Hey, it's us. Nick and Keegs, your favorite Brooklyn bloggers. Um, we have an apology to issue, and it is still not for having a theme song yet. At this point, if you keep asking, we'll keep holding out. So, it's not a good idea to test Please us. Please don't test us. Um, we're not taking any calls today. Please don't call in. Uh, we want to apologize because we're very hungover. Um, we both did alcohol to ourselves yesterday, and we're paying the price. Um, but let me tell you something. We don't quit. We won't. We, we won't quit. We don't know how. Never learned it. Don't know how to read. Nope. Skipped over the manual. I'm not going to quit now and learn. We're going to make this the best bad game. Bad game. Bad game we can podcast. We can possibly make it. And when we're done with you, you're going to be laughing. You're going to be fucking laughing your, your fucking tears out. Calling your friends. All hey, your you, friends. You guys got to listen to this sweet, sweet podcast called Here's a Podcast. You're happy. You know, it's two really funny, handsome dudes. Um, listen to our silkier voices down this morning. Yeah. <laughs> We'll probably shift back to doing this during the week because um, this is unsustainable. This is, we can't do this anymore. Sunday is the Lord's Day, and one of us is is a good Christian. We're good Christian boys. No, to speak for yourself. This episode is brought to you by our bodega guy. Let's back up and tell you about him. This guy just is great. He is from our old apartment. He's on the bodega on the corner. Yeah, he lived in our old apartment. He lived in our old apartment, <laughs> and he's got a face tattoo and some neck tattoos. But he makes the best late night sandwiches in the game. And he 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 loves. His work. He's the ultimate, like, he actually cooks with love. It's insane. And people will say, like, you know, there's 18 bodegas per block here, which is cool, and I like that about our neighborhood, but his is head and shoulders better. Head and shoulders better, and it's basically, I think, the only Spanish-owned, mm. or, like, Latino family-owned bodega. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's just, like, it's a other spot down the street where they do the food is it's it's unbelievable. pretty good. And it's great. It's just a nice reminder that... Yeah. Do what you love, people. And, and it, we should also throw in there that he's kind of my bodega guy. There's a there's an asterisk. I knew this was coming. There's come an asterisk up. bodega. He's my bodega guy first. Mm, I that is not true. I won't That's have this true. fight here. That's fine. I won't have this fight here. The theme here is obvious choices. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, see what I did there? Obvious here's a little, choices. Here's a little Joe for you. Yeah. Ooh, a little morning coffee, please. Ooh, <sighs> that's good. Silky soft. Voices in the morning. We're talking about obvious choices today. Keegan, tell us first and foremost about what happened to the Bloodbringers this week. Uh, boy. When we stopped talking about the Bloodbringers last week, we left kind of with a hopeful tone of, we are a very sick team. Um, the championship is very attainable. <laughs> and A hopeful tone. We are very sick. <laughs> and this week would be better. Um... We play in a 4-on-4 four four basketball league, and when we showed up to the game yesterday, um, not to brag, but I'd already worked out, so I was pretty tired. Swinging that big old dick around. <laughs> and only four guys on our team showed up. So it was four of us against a team with a bunch of subs, and then immediately, one of our, our point guard, the best dribbler, sprained his ankle. Dribbler extraordinary. <laughs> and so we lost the first game by, I think, 30 points. And then... For those who are, you know, basketball fans, but don't know much. Apparently these guys play 4 on 4, which I didn't know. They play 4 on 4. And so you're at a disadvantage. I don't know if you I don't know how much you follow the sports ball, but not much. Um, Please explain. There's you're at a disadvantage when you have a fewer person. Right. Um when you have one less uh, people man. <laughs> you need one you need equal people man. You need equal people man or it was actually the match to yeah. the story we go through later. Yeah. There was an obvious choice though, seemingly. The I was Question. approached after the first game blowout where I think we started to come back at the end and I was as team captain owner, star player, best friend of my teammates, best player all again. All around daddy. All around, all around daddy. Uh, I was approached by the other team 
who said, hey, you know, you're, we're playing you guys four on three. Do you just want to take a loss and we'll give you one of our guys and we'll just play a game? To which I replied, fuck you, no. And which walked is, away. Which is, is the obvious choice. It is the obvious choice. Like, I, you think I'm going to just take a loss? No. I mean, I'm not going to take that L. I came out of the game proud. Right. Last week, I felt shame. You can hold your head high. But, like, the three of us battled. We competed. We got scrappy. They were pissed off. Like, they were fucking crying about the calls. We were pretty competitive for the start of the second game. I think we'd had a sub. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm cursed, so this will happen every week. We had two season-ending <laughs> season ending injuries this week. Of we're nom, not so good at the talking of, today. Of non-team-sanctioned activities. One of our... We had a ringer who we were bringing in who separated his shoulder in a non-team sanctioned activity. And so he'll be out for a while, and if I have my way, thrown in prison. So, I mean, I don't really know what to tell you about next week. There's an open spot on our basketball team if any listeners want to take it. I'm thinking about trying out, but we'll see. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a little Nick Novak in you. I do. You know? Every once in a while, I get the three ball going. Yeah. I mean, it's you probably... The, Tenacious the, defense. The very sad part is I think you would be our three-point shooter. That's I think horrible. You could, I think you could walk in up the street shoot 20%. Could you make one out of... Yeah, probably. Five. Unguarded, maybe I can make one. Oh, Ooh, God. Math, you see, do you hear that? Put it there. That's tough. Probably my favorite story of the week on a little transition mm-hmm. from um, basketball to the universe. Sadness, darkness. Sadness, darkness. There's a preschool that was waxing. What's a preschool? Uh, it's a daycare. Daycare. <laughs> it's a daycare. <laughs> that was waxing the unibrows of the children who were going in there. Yeah, I and just love this. Parents are pretty upset about it. Um, and I'm pretty upset about that because I, it's they're free. It's like, yeah, yeah, how about a fucking thank you? Um, your kid, one. Deal with your kid's unibrow? Deal with your kid's unibrow. Yeah, I like, I. so this is coming from the place of a guy who, in my culture, like face hair. <laughs> in my in culture. In my culture, more traditionally. <laughs> Face areas, like, I don't know, they come from a very groomed culture, and, and I understand, and groomed, I think, I don't know, we're getting into some, I don't want to get into semantics, but, like, yeah. I, I understand that that in some some cultures, like, you want, like, unibrows are cool. Right. In our culture, they're not cool. In, in here, this here, we're going to cut all this out. <laughs> this is, this is getting, this is, we're, we're getting into some problematic areas here, but here's the deal. No. If you have a fucking kid who has a unibrow, my stance on this is... Let's start from the top. <laughs> we can do this. If you have a kid, if you have a kid who has a unibrow, until that kid is like can make there's a when you have a kid, everything that is wrong with that kid or that kid does wrong for it's, a while is your you. fault. It's yeah, your fault. I agree. Like until like I had terrible style for years. I think through years of college. Right. And at some point that passed from being my parents' fault to just being my fault. Hundred percent. In the which same case, goes my unib- like trimming my own unibrow right. becomes like, my thing. When you're th- when you're f- eight and you have a fucking mustache, your parents are going to be like, "Yeah, keep it because right. it's, it's, it's you." you. They'll be like, "You should shave that because right. people are going to you're going to put you in a museum." Yeah, you're you too know? young. Like, to have you're going to be in a circus. You're too young to have a mustache. You're too young to have a mustache. And I think you need. I too guess young kids with unibrows is cool, but it's like I wouldn't be that pissed if they were like, "We wet." <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it was just? A- I'm not convinced the kids aren't waxing each other's unibrows. Right. Well, so here's the thing: is like I've personal experience because I have a little bit of mid eyebrow growth. Oh, for sure. Most what people is, do. I also. What does that mean? I know. That what does good. that mean? You for I'm, sure do. No. This, is, this is. You'll understand why this is my worst fear. Yeah. Because I my, also have that. Yeah. I'm just fucking staring at your unibrow right now. Exactly. You idiot. <laughs> And I'm staring at yours. I'm fucking waxing. <laughs> We're past the point where it's like not okay for men to deal with their unibrows. Right. It's well, totally the thing cool. is, like, I made it until I think through college to a point where I looked in the mirror one day and I was like, "Well, I maybe have a unibrow." I walked out, and you guys were like, "Yeah." 
Yeah. And I was upset that no one had ever said to me, like, hey, you kind of have almost enough eyebrow hair in the middle of your face to make a... Un-. Like, I wanted to know that when I was young. Right. Oh, me too. So... Get me started early, maybe, like, it would be gone. So, yeah. I wouldn't mind getting, like, laser removal. Right. Unibrow hair. Right. Never think about it again. That'd be great. Right. And it's just, like, when the kid wants to grow a unibrow, like, Anthony Davis shaved his unibrow. The Fear the Brow. Yeah. Sponsored by Anthony Davis. Thanks, Anthony. And eventually was like, I'm going to keep it. Right. Like, I I don't want to go for this. He's branded. He's branded. And it's just like, I don't know. That's just how it fucking goes. So This one got really off the rails. We're just rambling at this point. Right. Well, it's just like, if you have unibrow, wax it. It's obvious. If you're a kid. If you have a kid who has a unibrow, wax it. Yeah. On speaking of kids and, and waxing, talk about this cat. Yeah, Ollie. Basically, Ollie the cat. The, the what the what Hillary's media, what crooked Hillary's media wants you to believe is oh, that. Oh man, I didn't want us to get into this. No, I know, but it's it's terrible. But it's impossible not to. It's impossible not to because it's uh, when the news is fake, we've got to take. <laughs> Boom! I'll drink to that. When the news is fake, we got to take. What the crooked Hillary's media wants you to believe is that this cat um, got lost 10 years ago and then was found 50 miles from its home and then was returned 10 years later to its owners. Right. What crooked Hillary's media is missing is the fact that this cat clearly ran away. Like, it is clearly... 10 years is not missing anymore. 10 years is not missing. That, that, cat, cat, that cat be dead. That cat should be, what's it called when, like, minors get um, emancipated. Emancipated. Yeah, oh, I didn't know like, yeah. yeah, you can like emancipate yourself or something like that from your parents. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much the cat did. If you're gone for 10 oh, years. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant like when minors are in like a mine shaft and die. And oh, they can't no, find no, the no, bodies. No, no. Classic. They're okay. also emancipated, but in a different way. <laughs> okay. From, yeah. I mean, just, like, that's a term I didn't, I've never heard of. It's really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> You know, when coal miners, and then we're back to, and we're, and then again, we just get back to Hillary's. Right, we have to be Hillary's media again. Yeah, just the cat clearly walked out. Yeah, I was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah, fuck this, I don't want to live with I you. I can anymore. live up by myself like, for 10 years. It's like the cat, the cats know how to drive cars. It's not like cats don't know where the house is. I had a cat, David. I told you, we have on this story. I love your people name. The biblical cats. Book of David. Book of David. Um, David was just like, yeah, we're living somewhere else. Yeah. I'm living somewhere else. And we're like, well, you have a brother. And he was like, bye. Bye, Matt. And Matt, uh, David was gone. Yeah. So uh, That's what Ollie did. So right. they shouldn't have returned him. Did no, they the, keep the cat after they returned him? That's un- like, I imagine home. so. Hey, There's no way they brought the cat out. They're like, look, your cat's alive. Threw it back out in the wild. Yeah, man, the that point, it's like, that cat doesn't sad. love us. It's a, tra- it's a tragedy. This yeah. is sad. You were saying how happy the news was this week. This is a fucking sad story. Yeah. So. Speaking of sad stories. Let's pour one out for Ollie. They traded IT. Isaiah Thomas. They did. Five foot four. They did. Basketball extraordinaire. Hips like a geriatric. They life cha- alert. They call him life alert. They call him life alert, right? Yeah. And I love your take on this one. Well, yeah, just save your tears. Yeah. Save your tears. When it comes down to it is, if you're a short dude, like, let's admit it. Isaiah's like four foot 11 playing the NBA. He's tiny. He's tiny. It was and unsustainable. It's unsustainable. And when you're a short guy, since the playground, you were the last to get picked. And when the team was doing terribly, you were the first to be blamed. Last to be picked, first to be traded. 100%. These, the, we're living in the fucking upside down of this, like, basically legal dwarf running the league. Like, I don't know, like, you know, he's captain of, he picked up in Boston, it was great. And, like, as a six foot says, tall guys. Yeah. It's like, all right, we've got stake in this. We can't let the natural order be, no. you know, upended. No, it's, like, not easy to be a 25 year old. Tall white guy. Tall white guy. Yeah, I don't want to um, talk about so it. So, I just, like, maybe short guys, stay in your lane, all right? Yeah, also, but I'm also hoping maybe this gives him like the short guy chip on his shoulder again yeah i mean that's kind of cute yeah i mean it's kind of cute yeah, exactly yeah exactly you get a little you get a little big man swagger whatever he got traded that's it's exactly what should have happened he's the shortest guy in the team People, right. short guys can get treated like short guys again good things get are kind of back to normal right value is in size and not in character that's what we've always said that's what we've always said and that's what they say about my penis speaking of penis 
Justin Trudeau had a not good joke. I think it's really funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. It's even funnier. The basically this, I'm sure most of you've heard about this, but Justin Trudeau interrupted a woman. Yeah. You know, you know, he's the hot guy prime he's minister the, in yeah. Canada. He's the fucking hunk in Canada. Yeah. Um, basically interrupted a, a woman who was asking him a question when she said mankind, and he said, uh, 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 "No, no, we say people kind here." He bombed huge. He bombed the whole thing huge. is quiet. Like, he totally interrupts her. People are really mad about it. Yeah, people are quite upset. And I, to be honest, are they? They're. Are they upset that he interrupted her, or that it was just a terrible joke? I think upset that he interrupted her. And that he's mocking. I think mocking. also upset that he's mocking, like, people kind. Right? Yeah. Like, I think part of it is, like, oh, that's not a joke. People are like, we should be calling it people kind. We shouldn't call it mankind. Mm. You know? Yeah. The PC police back at it again. Man, that's in the white vans. unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Can't even, can't, even, can't even speak no more. I just think it's funny, like... I feel like as if we were the Prime Minister of Canada, like, how many, or, or the President, or any, or legitimately had any power in any situation ever, where, like, the words we said had to be held accountable for us? I would be holding in jokes like that all the time. Well, it just comes down to it as, yeah, I mean, I guess when you are in a position like that, but when you're, when you're in that power, all the time. right, it's like, he, he sees the same media that we do. Right. You see, he's he's just as much a victim of fucking Hillary yeah. as, as we are. You just, you have to have that joke all the time. You're always right. like, wow, like, semantics. The semantics are funny. Yeah. Totally agree i totally see that you they're just important. think every time someone says mankind to him in his head he's like wouldn't it be funny if i was like oh excuse me people <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and it does not go as planned what well, like, hurts, hurts that i'll just go for it the time. canadians are not a people known for their humor show me a funny canadian show me one and and we'll delete this footage i meet a lot of really nice Can- oh mike myers delete the footage delete the delete, footage delete it delete it all delete it all speaking of deleting girl scout sold 300 boxes of cookies in front of a dispensary uh sorry a weed dispensary. A weed dispensary. We've never tried it. We hear no. it makes you hungry. No, hard it makes you very hungry. My friends tell me that it, that it makes you hungry. I would not know. If anyone wants to call in, oh, call in next week. We're not taking calls. But no, Girl no Scout calls. Association of America was really upset because they were like, well, we don't sell, like, we don't sell cookies in front of weed dispensaries or bars or whatever or other, you know, places that, uh... This one pisses me off. Yeah. They should be lauding her. Like, this is the exact sort of thing that the Girl Scout mentality should be, like, championing, you know? Like, yeah. her spirit. Her entrepreneurial She's spirit. She's a fucking entrepreneur. It's really funny because it's clearly like, you know, you picked up enough details from the story and I'm a, we pride ourselves on being a little bit of investigators. Yeah. Was it was clearly daughter was like, dad, where should I, where should I sell these cookies? I want to make money. And <laughs> he was dad like, was like, oh, let's just go to the fucking weed dispensary. Right. We're clear it was dad was like, my daughter's going to sell the most cookies. She's going to crush it. Consequences don't really matter. Yeah. We'll think about this all the time. It's true. It, the point, the thing about this is like, yes, you should be championing this. This is the spirit of entrepreneurship. This is the spirit of the Girl Scouts. It's the spirit of the Girl Scouts. And also it's like, they get it you're done. Not, you're, these aren't fucking government handouts. These aren't fucking, you're not handing these cookies out for free. You're throwing your hat in the, in the capitalist dog eat dog cage fight. You're confounded an untapped market and you jumped on You're it. competing with like big pharma of cookies. That's you're what, competing yeah. with Nabisco. You're competing with Oreo. Like, how are you supposed to be? You're not going to beat them by just doing traditional shit, by no. playing within the lines. Like, you got to sell... And Oreos... See, that's the thing. Is it's brilliant, brilliant on a number of fronts because it's... I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, let me it's brilliant for a while. Well, I'll just jump on. It's like, this is... I don't know. This is the Girl Scout American spirit. Like, that's what Andrew Carnegie would have done. You know? Yeah. And, like, this is the new economy. Right. Wake up, Girl Scouts. Well, yeah, and it's... I got it. It's also that... He's back. It's, I'm, I'm fucking back. Slapped him. He woke up. It's that... It's fucked up that you're criticizing this, because it's like... We are Girl so Scouts. <laughs> Girl Scouts sold cookies... Sell cookies on college campuses. Yeah. And it's like... I would bet you that probably more people come out of college campuses high 
then come out of weed dispensaries high. Oh, for sure. Everyone on a college campus is high. That's why they're buying Girl Scout cookies. I'll and also say, I've only been to a couple weed dispensaries, never to buy, just to look. Right. Extraordinarily you, simple. You meant you were trying to find the church. I was trying to find you the church. You were trying to find the church. Good Christian boy. Yeah. I was just investigating, doing a little amateur investigation. Right, yeah. And for the most part, they're very uh, civilized places. People are very calm. He just spit the coffee right out. That was not true. The civilized place is very calm. Good, not a bad place to have. Like, it's not like a bar. It's not like she was like in a bar with a drunk No, it's not like people are just like, oh, yeah. let's go to the weed dispensary and fucking, and fucking fight. fight fight people. Yeah, it's like, let's go to the weed dispensary and like have, get some weed. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a brilliant idea. You're bringing the biggest advantage of the Girl Scouts when you're competing. Girl Scouts, by the way, did a lot of corporate research, competes with Keebler. Or, so they're made by Keebler. So they're a prime competitor of Nabisco. But it's like, your biggest weapon over Big Farm and Davisco is that you have an army of like brown clad young enthusiastic do-gooders right. who are fucking peddling your product slanging sweet cookies Oreo doesn't bring their you gotta bring your product to the stoners it's fucking brilliant it's, you yeah. go to the street corner where the stoners are buying their weed dispensaries so my compliments speaking of Girl Scouts this girl will not be invited A this this really hit news big this week yeah, and this it's was, that this is our biggest story it's that a girl was flying home to get surgery and was bringing her support animal with her which in this case was a dwarf hamster which I think is hilarious one at some point things are too small to have dwarf species right all hamsters are dwarf like hamsters. if you if I can pick you up and and squeeze you to death you can't have a dwarf version also just how much support does that give you not to question her live her truth love her I mean I bet they're pretty caring creatures you think so it's not, it's not a cat we had a lot of hamsters in oh there. that's true you had kind of a vicious hamster we had yeah. mean hamsters yeah I've seen I've had ger- I've had, we've gone through a lot of gerbils in the Dufty household yeah that's not my last name by the way um <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of the estate they grew up on. <laughs> yeah, 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 don't research me. But basically, Spirit Airlines, she, there's this whole process, but basically ends up she cannot bring the hamster on a plane. And the flight attendant gives her the choice. You can either free that hamster or flush it down the toilet. Girl flushes down the toilet. And people are really pissed at the flight attendant doing this heartless thing, which, yes, it was an evil thing. It's also a ridiculous set of options. Right. Free Release it in this airport. Right. Let it run around the yeah. airport. Or flush, or flush it down, it down or, the toilet. Yeah. But we see in the story is who the fuck chooses flush in that scenario this girl executed this her girl chose pet, flush her she chose animal. her own support animal flush is drowning to die. that means you drowned your you pet you drown you executed your pet it's like if you free your it's hamster it's not a dead fish no it's not it's alive yeah and like she flushed that thing alive down the t- she just fucking drown it it's just if you free it in the airport it has a shot like I don't know I, if I would trust I kind of would expect it would live to be honest yeah it's very small and scrappy unless it gets trampled but you can stick to the, the wide margins yep like it has a shot at surviving yeah better than if you execute it you basically were like well I'm either gonna shoot this in the head right. or like see if it lives for a while if I can't have it no one has it it's fucked up it just seems like for an emotional support animal too like yeah you just you just fucking were you like don't, you hey, don't have much of a relationship hey, with this thing. you're like I'm just gonna kill it yeah hey thanks yeah so maybe it's the hamster really did a terrible job maybe that's how you know you did a bad job as emotional support yeah. animal if your owner's like well I could either set you free to help others or I could kill you I'll kill you and this was the whole basis for the theme. Like, I saw this, and yeah. I was like, oh, obvious choice. Well, you I just let it free and be like, trust that it will have, like, a fucking Mouseketeer's adventure. Right. And run away and live, like, meet a gerbil. Also. Who also lives there, and all of a sudden becomes, yeah. like. And now it's a, the next Pixar a, movie. It's the next Pixar yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. So, took you, right you, did a, you did, that's all a favor. It sounds like a good, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I'd watch, no one, no, no one, one take that idea. idea. No one take that fucking idea. It just is, I just cannot believe. This girl, maybe she has the worst problem-solving mind of all time. That's why she needs to support 
animal. Where she needs a sprint animal. <laughs> I just refuse to believe that she didn't have enough time to be like, hey, kind stranger departing plane. Weird favor to ask. Yeah. Would you just take this hamster and ship it to me? You could, I guarantee you could find a kid or oh, family in the airport who's just like, hey, I'm a distressed young woman who's having surgery on this maps on my neck. Yeah. You don't have any friends in the city. You can't <laughs> be like. on her neck is so specific and so vague at the same time. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, what, what kind of mask? You? I can but, see like, it. But yeah, also... one, buy your hamster an Uber. Send it back to the fucking hotel. Yeah. Like, that thing is in a cage, for sure. Yeah. Send it, like, send it to someone. This is not complicated shit. It just, uh, it doesn't add up. And it's ridiculous. I, I, have you seen the movie Sophie's Choice? I haven't, it's a, but it's an obvious choice. It's an choice. obvious choice. And so, we actually, we don't have an interview this week because we've been trying nonstop to get in touch with Meryl Streep to kind of get her, well, I don't know if you know who she is, but she's an actress who, um... Was actually she, in Did she movie. write? I'm not sure. She, no, she's first AD. She's first AD. Yeah. She's best boy. She's best boy on... On Sophie's, on Sophie's choice. choice. We kind of wanted to, to talk to her about it. So I don't know if anyone out there knows Meryl Streep. We've been trying to get in touch with her, but if you have yeah. any connection right. to Meryl Streep... She might have changed her phone number. It'd be awesome if we could get in touch. Yeah. We got some questions just to see what she would do in a right. situation Right, like right. We'd just love to have her on and just like, um, you know... Uh, just so reach out. Her. Yeah. So again, if, if anyone knows Meryl Streep, it would be... Just, I don't know. Yeah. Give her, text her. See what she's up. What would, what's the rational fear in that? I think a Sophie's Choice, as I understand it, is, is, is a scary thing, but like, this is not a Sophie's Choice. No, you're right. This isn't a Sophie's Choice. This, this is, is just this an is obvious like, choice. This is, yeah, this is like, oh, I would free it. Yeah. I would, I would not, I would not do that. Right. So um, I think my rational fear is like, there is some sort of Sophie's Choice. I have to choose between two things. That's too, ra it's like too rational to even talk about on this podcast. Everyone has Yeah, yeah, fear. No, no, it's, it, that's legit. I mean, I think my rational fear is, is realized and that I would have a unibrow no one to tell me and that happened because I, I did not pick good friends. Another rational fear that I just thought of now is like having your inner monologue go live like Justin Trudeau's. Yeah. Like what if people heard everything I said in my head? Yeah. Ooh, rational fear being Prime Minister of Canada. Big rational fear. Big rational we might fear. do it. We might do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't rule us out. What about the butterfly effect? Butterfly effect of the week well, is This that story overtook everything. Butterfly effect of the week is that we gave this girl a really hard time for executing her hamster. But here's the thing. What? I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that the hamster could live. This is just a Pixar movie in the making. Yeah. It's like there's got to be air in those pipes. Oh, yeah. A lot of shit lives in the sewers. Animals can I don't imagine that airport plumbing is that state of the art. This hamster could be alive. And in that case, you have this emotional support animal. Now we're talking about the next Tarantino movie. Yeah. This emotional support animal abandoned. Oh, what if Tarantino and Pixar did a thing together? No one fucking take that idea. We gotta, if anyone knows how to get in touch with yeah, Quentin Tarantino, yeah. that'd be yeah, awesome hey, If too. any of Quentin Tarantino's boys are listening, could you? <laughs> you know they're boys. <laughs> Could you give him a call? Could you give him a call? We have an idea. We, this also be a huge PR thing for him. He's in some shit right now. He is some shit. For trying to kill Uma Thurman. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. It also, it's like the worst movie to try to kill Uma Thurman. And it's like the theme of the movie is don't try to kill Uma Thurman. She kills I don't everyone. Know if, I don't know if... Ooh, well, you spoiled Kill Bill for everyone. Well, so. I don't, you don't I guess, yeah, I guess I spoiled it. Yeah, okay. Well, and so... Spoil it! So this hamster might be out for blood. Penalty box of the week, obviously, is a girl who either executed her hamster or set us up for an apocalypse by way of hamster and yeah. other... I love the idea of, like, all these rejected. This is kind of actually... What's that movie? Pets? Is that the New York Pixar movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where they, they're a bunch of animals that live in the sewer? I think it's DreamWorks. Um... All right, well, I'll just go fuck myself. I'm just saying, I'm Pixar has... Of, I'm Pixar tired has, of these fucking Pixar has a quality, podcast. a certain quality that wouldn't make a movie like Pets. That's fair. Other than the Cars franchise, they've done an unbelievable yeah, job. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'll, we'll, <laughs> this girl this girl who flushed her answer is in the penalty box for, you know, she might have fucked us. Yeah, but you can see here, there's, you know, this story overtook everything. You got, like, the rational fear, mm -hmm. the interview is based mm -hmm. around this, the butterfly effect of the week is based around this hamster. Also, by the way, that if you didn't hear the name before, it's Meryl Streep. That's S-T-R-E-E-P. 
He's the best boy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. know. Yeah, the roles. role. We don't want to get into roles. But I'm saying, naturally, you would think that the thematic movie of the week would be related. And Nick, what is it? It's 47 meters down. It's 47 again. meters down again. Because good God, that movie was just like why? It's full of obvious choices. Why am I in this situation at all? It's full of obvious obvious choices. One, don't go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored. I'm sponsored by Canada. <laughs> it's also that if you're offered to go shark, one, don't ever dive with sharks. Yep. Two, if you are offered to go cage diving, just don't do that. Yep. I think the scariest horror movies are the ones where it's like, man, I could really see myself in that situation. And this one, I was watching it and it was just, well, not only because I'm a coward and afraid of everything would I not be in this situation, but also because I'm not dumb. I was like, oh, I don't know how to dive and I'm not going to go on this jimmied up. Shark diving, sky diving. Most diving activities Most diving are things activities. you do with an expert. Obvious choice. Right, and I think there's supposed to be an expert, like, here's a thing for the shark diving business. There should just be an expert in a cage with you all the time, right? Yeah, just like in skydiving. Someone should, I want someone strapped to me, and then if a shark attacks, you kick off of them. You kick off of them, right, Sacrifice. you can you can eject. Right. You shoot them backwards into the shark, and <laughs> yeah. you go, you go up. I love it. No one, again, no one no take that idea. idea. A lot of good ideas this week. We're heating up, we're warming up. We're warming up, and just like that, you know what time it is? Room I hate it when the city doesn't cooperate. I did too. Yeah. I know. Hey, well, guys, thanks so much for being on this journey with us. We did it again. We, we said we'd go 20 minutes. We, we went said, 30. We went 30. So, but again, we said we'd go an hour. And you have 30 minutes back. So, again, thank us. You're uh, welcome. Good luck challenging us to write a theme song. It's not going to happen. We won't do it. Um, busy especially people. if you want it. Especially if you want it. It's not going to happen. But hey, thanks again for sending your Monday with us. Um, please subscribe to our podcast. Again, please. go to, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, it is much easier to just go to iTunes, type in, that type in the name of this podcast, and hit the subscribe button. And if you don't know how iTunes work, basically, because I didn't, the podcast, every time you release an episode, is just going to go right to your phone. It's going to download automatically. You'll be notified. You'll laugh. You'll meet the woman or man of your dreams. And it's all going to be great. Um, as for us, you this happy was now? This, uh, er this is, here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? No. Are you? Of course not.